0: Let's go for the throne. Buy low, sell high. Here, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kulpa. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kulpa. And welcome to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulpa. Thanks for being with us today. I'm glad you are here, ladies, and ch- happy that you are listening. It's uh, July 8th. It's Monday. It's 2019, and I'm back in the states. Hope you had a good July 4th weekend or week or whatever you want to call it. Thanks for being with us today. Before we get going, as always, it's Monday, so we are pre-taping the show in the final hour. As I speak, it is 3:31 p.m. Eastern time, 8:31 p.m. in London, where I was for a little bit. And if you do not get this show in your city, go to garyk.com. You can listen live or archived. We're live at 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. I go to Twitter at GaryKalbom. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary articles. We post. If you like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. Or ConvictionLeaders.com, ConvictionLeaders.com, ConvictionLeaders.com. That is our ever popular top email service. One month free if you join. It's right there at GaryK.com. Uh, well, you know, uh, while I was gone... A few things uh, stood out that I thought I'd mention, in no particular order, some having to do with you and everything, and some not. Let me start off with my biggest pet peeve of all, NBA basketball, is my New York Knicks pick up nobody. Well, they picked up a couple of guys, but when I mean nobody, you know what I mean by nobody, right? The lowly Lakers get, uh, who do they get, LeBron? The Clippers get uh, Kawhi. Lakers get Paul, ooh, they get Paul George. It's very depressing. Very depressing. Lakers get Anthony Davis, the Marcus Cousins, Danny Green, Clippers. Psh, my goodness. You know who they're getting. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. My Knicks, I don't even know who they are. Anyway, I thought I'd start with that. Uh, Next, just off the beaten path, uh, I was at Wimbledon. Again, uh, uh, I go to Wimbledon every other year, and I go for the first two days. Because you get to see tons of matches, young, and and you get center court also. It's just a fabulous event. You stay in London. You take a little train, which takes 10, 15 minutes to get into Wimbledon. Beautiful town. Uh, Have a blast. Every other year, I do the Masters, but I'm thinking I'm going to do Wimbledon every year going forward. I go for five days. Uh, In London, lots of cranes. Which is not thrilling. Reminds me of overbuilding. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, While I was gone, the women's soccer team won the World Cup. And, you know, I put a little thing on Twitter. "Eh, the women's uh, soccer team should make as much as the men's. They should make more, and I'm getting attacked. It was nothing, whatever, little tweet. Didn't mean anything by it. Just a little bit of levity, whatever. I'm a big believer on people getting paid what what others want to pay them. That's what makes the world go round. And the fact of the matter is, the other uh, men do make, uh, are a bigger business, uh, for lack of a way way to put it. I get attacked, what can I tell you? Anyway, congratulations to them. Uh, While I was going to Starbucks, um, I forgot which city. At one Starbucks, uh, police were asked to leave. At one Starbucks, police were asked to leave. And what are we hearing? What are we hearing? Oh, we should protest all starbucks now in arizona by the way beautiful arizona tempe well you know what i think of police officers i shake their hands i salute them whenever i see them here in downtown orlando i will go the other day there were five of them i went and bought five hershey bars for them i can't do enough for the police but i'm sorry in case you don't know starbucks i don't know they have several trillion restaurants let's call them restaurants coffee shops one person made a mistake in one of the coffee shops. Oh, let's not go there to any of the places anymore. Now, if you're Nike, and you say we should not have a Betsy Ross flag sneaker, that's headquarters. And if you're upset with them, yeah, that's the overall Nike. But I don't get this Starbucks thing. You, you don't indict the whole from a mistake one person made. And it's a mistake. And it's stupid. And the person that said they were uncomfortable by the police being there, I guarantee you if that person walked outside and got mugged, guess what they would yell? Police! Uh, While I was gone, Eric Swalwell, well, that's going to be at 4 p.m. today, is going to bow out of running for president. He's the guy who in the debate did not move his neck and sounded like an animatron. Said the same thing over and over again. He had nothing else to say. Eric Swalwell. Uh, While I was gone, Iran is now... Raising the levels of their plutonium activation for nuclear whatever. And they're blaming the president for that. So let's get this straight. You have Iran that swore they were not going after nuclear. Obama said they were lying about it, but then Obama paid them off so they wouldn't go to nuclear, even though they said they weren't trying for nuclear. So why did we pay them off if they weren't lying? Trump backs away from the deal, and guess what the first thing they do Anyway, blame who you want on that. You're dealing with bad people. Um, Boeing, while I was gone. Uh, Boeing's down five bucks as I speak today, 351. We're sticking with our guns on that, saying there's just too much uncertainty in Boeing. We'll let you decide. I guess they lost the contract. And this question is on how long it's going to take, and looks like that's going uh, to continue uh, to go on. Uh, while I was gone, I was in London, and they have something called CNN International there. And what they do is they intersperse. I think that's a word. They'll do their international anchors, and they move and they go back to the U.S. anchors. And you know what I noticed? I don't know if you saw this here in the states. They were all pissed off at Trump for doing his July 4th thing before he was do before he did the July 4th thing. They were all complaining that he was it was going to be campaign speech, too much military, too much this, too much that, blah blah. Trump sucks. Trump this. Trump that. And while to all this, all I was thinking to myself was. It's just a July 4th celebration. That's all it was. Yet they were having, having crap fits over Trump celebrating July 4th. Amazing. And of course then they came out and said there weren't a lot of people. There were a zillion people there. The whole mall, or you know, the, uh, where the water is, whatever you call that, was covered with people. Anyway, the, the media has just completely lost me. And you know I'm not in Trump's tank. I like, I dis- dislike, I love, I dislove things he does. I'm not into, you know, getting an invitation to Mor-a-Lago or anything. But I, I, I just noticed that when, while I was in London watching CNN International and then bringing in some American CNN. They were having fits over a July 4th celebration. There's nothing he can do right. That's while I was gone. That's while I was gone. Just wanted to let you know my thoughts while I was gone. And by the way, Wimbledon was great. The uh, weather was great. Uh, I walked 34 miles in four days there, because I just go out and just walk. I walked from Regent Street all the way to the London Eye and back around in circles. I, I can I can do that all the time when I'm in London. It's Just a fabulous place. I recommend it highly for everybody to uh, visit, as well as the rest of the UK. Up next, full market wrap. And today, I'm Gary. This is the One Only Investors head. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Okay, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbomb. It doesn't get better than this. I'm Gary Kolf, I'm your host, hey, Thanks to being with us today. Oh, I have to thank the great Adam Sarhan for uh, taking over the show while I'm gone. I get nothing but compliments about Adam. In fact, I get a bunch of people emailing me, Gary, you should be on less. Put Adam on more because you talk too much politics. And Adam does markets. Sorry! But Adam will, uh, will be on uh, often as, as we move forward and we thank him again. Uh, the Market Wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out investment-models.com. Again, we're in the final hour. It's 3.44 p.m. Eastern Time, 8.44 in London. Dow down 102, S&P down 13, NASDAQ down 60, NASDAQ 100 down 51, SOX down 10 and change, transports down 80, Advanced declines 1323 New York, 921 on NASDAQ. Uh, weakness in small and mid-caps, a lot worse in the market as usual. That's what's been going on lately, but the market was worth, worse early. I think we are down like 160 and 80. And it's 3.44, so anything can happen in 16 minutes, because, you know, this market's qu- kind of wild, as they say. And, of course, we're heading into earnings season, not this week, but next week. Next week, we will start off Monday with Citigroup and J.B. Hunt, and then Tuesday, boom, 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 Tuesday, BlackRock, Schwab, Domino's Pizza, Delivers, Goldman Sachs, Johnson & Johnson, J.P. Morgan, United Health, Wells Fargo, CSX, United Airlines, and others. And, and a bunch more throughout uh, that week, next week. So we're coming up to earnings. Be ready now. Let me tell you what I keep hearing. Are you ready? when I keep hearing. This is what I keep hearing. I keep hearing earnings are not going to be good. I keep hearing we're in an earnings recession. No, 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 no. That's what I am hearing. I'm just letting you know that is what I am hearing. That earnings are going to be bad. That estimates are going to come that are have come down. May I make another statement? The, the market knows it already. Don't be afraid of it, except on an individual stock name. You do realize you don't know who's going to disappoint and who's going to reward. And you do also know if, if estimates have come down. That means it makes it easier for companies to beat estimates. So before you get all uh-oh, just, uh, you know, let's take it as it comes. Uh, the pundits have no idea what earnings are really going to be. The pundits do not know who's going to beat estimates. The pundits do not know who's going to beat estimates handily. pundits do not know who's going to miss estimates. The pundits do not know where the great reactions are going to be. The pundits do not know where the bad reactions are going to be. We do know the normalcy of companies that typically beat, usually keep beating. But on occasion, a decent amount of occasion, you'll get uh, some surprises to the downside also. So we'll promise you a couple of things. A, you're going to get some things that gap up, and things are going to gap down. Aren't I a genius? I'm showing you my genius. So we don't know we don't know. What we do know is when companies are reporting and we're kind of careful about that. And as always, we will let you decide. So just be ready for that. And there are many, many places you can get for free online where you can find out when companies are reporting and what the estimates are and whether estimates have been going up or down and what the estimate is versus where the company was the year before. We're also hearing from the president how strong the economy is. I disagree. I think the economy's been decelerating. I think the numbers this quarter are worse than last quarter. I do not think we're in a recession. I know there's a lot of people out there saying the end of the world's coming. We'll let you know what the end of the world's coming. I will promise you one thing will happen if the end of the world never comes. And you know what I mean when I say that. The market will know it. And regardless of what any central bank does, if we're going to go into some sort of deep recession, the market will reflect it first, regardless of what the central banks do. I promise you that. I promise you that. Other countries are much worse than us, though. There is a case to say Germany's contracting, a bunch of areas of Europe's contracting, Japan is comatose. The big worries do remain. There's $250 trillion of debt outstanding and keep growing. Uh, the worry still remains that the Republicans are just what they are, a bunch of con artists who said if they came into power they would lower debt and deficits, and they lied from Trump, Ryan, and McConnell, raised $250 billion a year spending, ensuring trillion-dollar yearly deficits. And of course, the Socialist Party, I don't expect anything from them. And in a couple minutes, I'll tell you what their latest nightmare is. But price will tell us. Price will dictate. You know, if you look at a stock like, uh, let's see, U.S. Steel. You know, Trump said that tariffs would help U.S. Steel. Uh, stocks come from 39 down to 13 in the past 11 months. Well, that's a bear market. Price showed itself all the way down. That's what we'll see in markets and other areas. And we're not. Now, we do know that the... Na- Russell 2000 is where it was, I don't know, 18, 19 months ago. So not much going on with small caps. Yeah, you got to go back to uh, November of 17. Russell 2000, basically no gains. The s and is better. But the S&P is basically where it was, uh, you know, a little bit higher than last September and uh, about 3% higher than early uh, January 18. So it's been a tougher road. And, of course, there's been bull and bear markets. The uh, semiconductors are now gagging a bit. Financials have never really got going. It's been strengthened software names and, and, a, and a bunch of uh, uh, growth names. Oils bear market, a lot of commodities in bear markets recently. Biotech bear markets, a bunch of healthcare names in trouble. And we can go through back and forth, but you get my point. A lot of jello moving on the plate as we head into earnings season. So be ready. Of course, the other part of the equation that we do know is the morons at the Fed will be lowering rates at the end of this month. The question is, does the market completely already know it and sell off into it, or does it continue higher? I don't know. But we will let price dictate, and so far, yeah, you know, Friday not so great, today not great, but it looks to me like a pullback. I wouldn't go any further than that, yet. Again, we'll let you know. Up next, we'll delve deeper. It's today. And what did the Socialist Party come up with next? That makes me throw up. I'm Gary. This is One of the Only Investors, Edge. You are listening to... America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be big with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. And... With Gary Colbaum. i highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Again, we are um, pre-taking the show in the final hour. As I speak, it's 3.52 p.m., so we'll take you to... Um, the close in this segment of the show. Uh, Dow down 114. S&P down 14. NASDAQ 64. NASDAQ 156. Socks down almost 11. Small caps, mid caps, not very good today. Transport's down 80. Advanced decline's not very good. Uh, new highs contracted pretty decently today. Uh, other things I wanted to mention. If I can find them, darn it. Uh, China names look like they're topping in here. I'd be a little bit careful there. They've had a little bounce up. Um... That's number one. Number two, here's an interesting thing. Somebody put out a sell rating on Apple today. Just letting you know. You know our thoughts on Apple. We don't believe it's a growth stock anymore. We think it's a slow boat. Good dividend. I think they have a decent dividend these days, right? Uh, it just, You know, when you do $250 billion in sales, Apple's got a 3% dividend, I believe. No, one and a half. I'm sorry. I take it back. It's a $3 dividend. Um, anyway... So Apple got a sell. I, I don't pay too much mind to that. Also, uh, biotech looks like it's breaking down here, too. I'd be careful. And a bunch of healthcare names. Uh, gold and gold stocks uh, still acting fine. They went down big on Friday and, and kind of sort of reversed. Uh, as I have told you guys, I think that breakout was real. But if you look at GLD, it gapped up on June 20th to about 130.5. It's 131.5. So it really hasn't done much, and that's good. Let's settle down. Gold stocks, the GDX gapped up at 24.5.25. It's 25.45. So this is good news. If it's going to go higher, it's going to set up better as we move forward, if this is for real. Uh, Yields, 2034 on the 10-year, 2520 on the uh, 30-year. Unbelievable. Amazing. Really amazing, if you ask me. Quite amazing. Uh, Semiconductors, because I always talk about them. Uh, They're in pullback mode now, but I would call it a constructive pullback. Got too ahead of itself last Monday. Reversed. Has done nothing but come down since, but it's been coming down from 11 o'clock to 5 o'clock, pattern-wise. Let's see what the next move is off of this. You know I don't like the fundamentals on the group, but, you know, uh, who cares about fundamentals, right? Eh. Financials. Same thing. We're just sticking to our guns on that. Just nothing. They've acted better. Not the smaller names, but the bigger names. The uh, regionals, not even close to the big guys. That said, they haven't done much. It's the best way I can put it. The XLF is where it was mm, 18 months ago, 19 months ago. Off the lows, of course. You got that? And there's a lot of names that are much farther down. The regional banks. You ready for this? You have to go back to November of 2016 on the regionals. Two and a half years of no gains. So just letting you know. The uh, night I left London, I went from Mark Waltman's funeral service to the airport. As I told you, somebody I knew very well passed away suddenly. Uh, Mark worked with my company for more than a decade. Uh, Before he sat me down one day and said, I really want to do something on my own. And he went to work for Sun America AIG and became one of their top wholesalers at the company. Uh, Mark passed away suddenly, left a wife, Angie, two great sons, Mason and Jake, who I remember in their infancy. And uh, you know when they say the words, life of the party, he, he was the life of the party. Uh, Mark was life that 's the best way I can put it him in the office with me he would be a, he, he worked about ten fifteen feet away from me it was a blast every day he was a person you know when they say also we'll pay take the shirt off his back for you and i 'm not a cliche type guy he would take the shirt off the back for you he could not do enough for me and anybody he came in contact with and the funeral service was jam-packed with many people I knew from yesteryear that I have not seen in ages that just wanted to celebrate this man's life. I have some simple advice for each and every one of you. Simple advice. Because this good man passed away at the age of 49. And i got to tell you, he was the most lively, generous, nice, kind person... I'd never met, and I was one of my worst days in business. Is when he came to me and said, "I really want to see what I can do on my own," but I couldn't say no. Well, I couldn't say no anyhow. Wake up every morning with some meaning behind it. Work up, work up every morning with some meaning behind it, like it matters. I end the show every day, go home and hug your children. I started that the day of the Columbine incident happened. I don't know a better father than Mark. Both his sons were huge into uh, wrestling. Not professional, but on the high school level. Won championship after championship after championship in Florida. Where they went to Lake Highland High School. Where my kids went. You know, I've had death before, friends, relatives, cohorts, workers. I've never had one hit me like this. I don't know if it's happened to you, but I hear the man's voice all the time. Because it was that out there. When I used to see him in downtown Orlando, I used to hear, hey, gee, it was Mark walking uh, around the corner. We gotta go fishing this weekend. They're biting like crazy over at New Smyrna Beach. That was Mark. Gee, I'm a member over at the Ritz. Let's go get some massages over there and go work out. Hang out in the pool, have some lunch. Hey, gee. You know, you got the greatest kids. By the way, you see what my kids did at the state tournament? You bet I did. I actually went to one of those tournaments. Anyway... I live life every day to its fullest. I'm going to double that up. I'm going to double it up. All right. Up next. What else happened in the market in Washington and the socialists? I'm Gary. This is the one only investors edge. In. You're listening to... What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, yeah. go. The investor's Edge. Gary Culpa. <laughs> 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 and welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, by the way, besides waking up and making every day count, think about doing something for somebody you need absolutely nothing from. Just a couple little things. Don't drink to excess. Don't do drugs. Compliment loudly. Put down quietly in another room, unless they're politicians. And bad owners of your favorite basketball, football, or baseball team. And enjoy yourself. This is not a dress rehearsal. I have met multimillionaires that are so unhappy. I have met people with not a pot to piss in that smile every day. Seriously? Uh, Dow finished down 116, S&P 14.5, NASDAQ 64, NASDAQ 155. Another rough day for the Russell and mid-caps. Continue to underperform large caps. Uh, Transports down almost 70, advanced declines, not very good. Up down volume, not very good. New highs have contracted. There are almost more new lows than new highs on the NASDAQ. Uh, And just an icky day, but not not a big deal. Except the divergences we have mentioned for you. Uh, The Socialist Party. Uh, the socialists who run the House now are proposing a $15 minimum wage uh, over to get there by in the next five years. The uh, CBO, Congressional Budget Office, says that uh, that would um, boost pay for 17 million workers, but cost uh, 1.3 million jobs by 2025. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, to those who think minimum wage must be raised to $15 an hour. Keep an open mind at uh, the following words from your handsome and buffed host. Where do you think that money's coming from? Huh? You think it's coming from Bernie Sanders' pocket? Nancy Pelosi's pocket? Dianne Feinstein's pocket? Where, where do you think this money's coming from? Where do they think this money's coming from? Well, it's coming from businesses. All businesses. Really. So you business owners out there that are averaging 12. 12. And you have teenagers working. And you have people that you want to pay 12, but you think they don't have the talent to be 15 yet. What are you going to do? Just give it up? Yeah, I'm just going to listen to Bernie Sanders, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest, because they say I must. These geniuses that have brought us the $22 trillion of debt, trillion-dollar yearly deficits, have must-up Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, inefficient, ineffective, corrupt, cronyistic, want to mandate you on how much you pay. What are you going to do? Let me tell you what they're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, because I speak to these people every day. I am very good friends with a major CEO of a major gargantuan restaurant chain. I know some people that own 25 different Burger Kings and McDonald's and Chick-fil-A's and all kinds of stuff. You know what they tell me? Every one of them says the same thing. For every action, there will be an equal and opposite reaction. Because when you mandate to business owners that they have to spend an extra $50,000 a year, which comes directly out of their pocket... They're gonna to look to save fifty thousand dollars a year. You know why? Because they work their arses off all their life to get to where they are, and they don't need no flunkies, no bureaucratic doofuses telling them what to do. So fine, fifteen bucks. Well, the guy who you're paying eleven, who you don't think is worth fifteen, they're gone. They're gone. Oh, that guy that was in my office the other day, selling me on kiosks, and look how much I will save. I may just have to do two or three of those. And you know what happens to a bunch of servers? They're gone. I can continue, but you get my point. Because when you add expenses onto a business mandated, forced on them, without any productivity gains, they get screwed. But since they are the owner, the decision maker, they will react based on utter moronic stupidity by people that don't have a fundamental understanding what drives businesses or the business owner. And very often is their own risk capital. And if you think they're not going to do anything with their own risk capital when mandated by a bunch of dummies on price and expense, I got some Everglades for you. Have a great day. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like I do. Simple procedure. Do make sure you hug your children. Night-night, off, Be back. Tomorrow. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.